Whoa, Mondo Cool. That's right, boys. Mondo Cool. What's whoa, good? What's whoa, good? What's good? Gang, 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 gang. <laughs> you already know. Whole lot of podcast shit. It is episode 10 of the Mondo Cool Podcast. Mondo, Mondo. Cool, cool, cool. cool. September 19, 2017. Gang, gang. We are at it again live on Twitch every 9 p.m. Pacific time. Tune Ooh. in. Hang out in the chat, say nice things, say mean things. Yeah. Donate. Do whatever you feel like, man. Hurt our feelings. Yeah, do what you gotta do. And you know what it is, the starting lineup is me, your boy, Mark Lane, a.k.a. Some Black Kid 87 and to my left, we and, got... And we got Enrique here. Woo! And, um, Enrique's doing pretty well, everyone. If you're wondering yeah. if you want an Enrique check-in, that's it. Go that's good. I need it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What's the status update. What's the, what's the, who are you again? Oh, man, well, on the let right. me tell you. My name is Austin Dodge, and I'm A-OK. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, for Austin. Okay. For just okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Glad to fucking hear. Busy, but okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The man needs a day off. I gotta know? take a quick day off <laughs> tomorrow or the next day or the next day. Respectable. Maybe Respectable. the next one. Uh-huh. We'll see. Well, you know, let's get right into it. Starting things off with yes. our segment here, hot or not. Um, our first track in the Hot or Not segment where we basically break down all the new tracks that came out in the past week and rate them hot or not. First one up, we got Quavo, Stars in the Ceiling. Nice new track with Zaytoven on the beat. Zaytoven. Um, Rike, what do you think of this one? I thought it was a pretty, like, a nice little melodo- uh, melodic song. The thing is, I, I was kind of expecting it to be, like, a, like a banger, kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And I was actually pleasantly surprised that it was, like, a more like, melodic like, somber yeah, track. somber track as opposed to, you know, just like a party track, which is what I would expect. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's an inclination to like what the album's gonna be as a whole, or that's just being like him being like, all right, this is just what I want to put out. But yeah, I thought it was just like uh, it was a nice little change of pace, and I thought it was enjoyable. Uh-huh. Well, I, I actually was like. I don't know. I have like a weird like feeling towards just like Lucy's, just like single tracks that like aren't yeah. for a project or anything. Wow, so I was kind of like, oh, this is not for a full project. This is for a project. Like just, it's a just, random like, drop. just a rando oh, drop. Okay. But the man yeah, is busy to list all yeah, the things he's got coming out right now. He's okay. got a collab album with Travis Scott. Apparently, they have twenty tracks recorded, ready to go. So that's a thing that's out there. Culture 2 is apparently on its way soon. Offset's calling it a masterpiece oh, already. So They'll be releasing it the same yeah. year, right? Oh, not left yeah. Off. Or was Culture 2016? I think it was like right before the year ended. No, it wasn't. Really? It's 2017? Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure it is, actually. Because I listened to that one song on Christmas, and the album wasn't out yet. Mm, that makes sense. But yeah, so he's got a lot going on, but then he just, yeah, just decides to... Oh, right, because the snow and all that good stuff. Hmm. Um, but yeah, he decided to just throw out this track, and it's it's cool. It's basically a cut-and-paste Quavo song for me. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I was just kind of like, yep, yeah, this is what Quavo does. So I was just kind of like, all right, cool. I'm glad you dropped drop that out for us. But I don't know. Something about Lucy's, I feel like they either like got to be crazy, just like, wow, no one was expecting this, or it's like a lay all your shit out there like you just needed to like vent on a track yeah. real quick One yeah of those, I guess, like, yeah it was neither and it was neither of them not because i like and i feel like not that i expected him to do it but that's why i'm kind of just like why put out just a random track if it's just mm. gonna be more of what you normally do but mm-hmm. it's chill it's not a bad song that's for damn sure so 
It exists. Awesome. Yeah. Movie. I thought it was a lot of fun. I mean, it definitely felt like a random single that had no like place to go other than just like post it online somewhere. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I feel like that in some ways I don't like singles that come out like that because like they end up. You're right. Not existing anywhere like substantial they're just like a piece you have to like find or know about uh within that artist's like history right but also i feel like in an era of like new like the way music's being delivered is changing drastically with like the life of pablo and like two-part albums and other weird shit uh i don't know it feels like these types of songs are just status updates in that like just a quick check there's a quick little check-in just like another instagram post like but sometimes they end up being hits like exo right life right right. and then you like throw it on an album later it's kind of it's kind of like you can't use it as like fishing or like most of ugly god's album yeah um Mm -hmm. but like yeah i thought it was a lot of fun but you're right it was it was the he had the recipe i feel like he jumped in the quavo kitchen got all the ingredients threw them in the bowl cooked it up (laughs) with the crock pot whatever and uh it was just another quavo song i like zaytoven so that was nice but Mm -hmm. it was chill yeah i was just kind of like yeah it was felt like a status update like read it once Mm -hmm. if it comes back around cool if not (laughs) if not yep there it goes yep that's up see ya thanks well uh moving on to our next song on the list here we got travis scott and metro boomin dropping another little lucy out there called blue pill um this one i was kind of like same thing i was kind of but even like more disappointed i think on my end i was just kind of like this is a song that exists and i was like the beat's kind of cool i feel like it didn't go anywhere didn't have anything i don't know it just wasn't catchy for me in any way like a usual travis scott song is and there was like a little bit of melody but i listened to this song four hours ago and i honestly cannot yeah (laughs) yeah i feel Um, like i had to constantly keep like playing this song be like what are my thoughts on this because it's just didn't remember it each time and i was yeah it just felt like a generic travis scott yeah yeah Yeah. i mean i I felt like this was even more so than the quavo like formula he literally like felt like he copy pasted uh just a travis scott song over a nice little beat and like even the ad libs felt like they weren't even like i don't know it it feels like this song he could have just taken these ad libs from other songs and just threw them in like after the fact like it was like slapped together Travis Scott, like, like, like Quavo wasn't bad. Had like an emotional undercurrent, exactly like saying something, as opposed to this, it just felt like nothing. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot Google, of like lyrics in this yeah. one. No substance. It, like, mm-hmm. it, and like, it's not catchy enough to not have substance. Right. So you know, I'm gonna give it a quick nod. Yeah, it was, it was definitely a nod nah. off for me, which I did not expect from yeah. a Metro Boom and Travis Scott collab. But Two all stars. I was like, oh, but I'm gonna go out. ahead and pass on that. You know, what are you going to do? But hey, not all of them can be rock stars. Not all of them can be rock stars. That's just Like facts. the boy Post Malone and 21 Savage, who linked up for Post's newest single for his upcoming album, Beer Pong and Bentley's, which I think is coming out next month, something like that. Fact check me, you won't. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I've, I've been still in this like long period of like, I don't know what to think of Post Malone because I hmm. definitely still remember him saying the N word. Mm-hmm. And there's all this talks about him being like an industry plant. But at the same time, at the end of the day, the man can sing. The man's not what really. The, what is the N word thing? I don't know. I don't even know that. Oh, you don't even know that? How long ago was this it? This was like before he had like was released any project. <laughs> no. <laughs> this was before. His first song. This was before <laughs> yeah. he like released any projects or anything. This is like peak. Everybody like po- like he's finally on the radio like a bunch and for, then for this White came Iverson? out yeah okay. and then like that that's came how that out. goes they're just like an old I think he's like sixteen or seventeen mm-hmm. so I'm just like all right 
fair, I guess, but not. And then, I don't know. So I remembered that. And then I was still kind of, like, not officially stole. Like, it took me two times to, like, enjoy Stoney, um, his debut. And But now, I don't know. I like this song a lot. I think he's really come to form as, like, his singing style. And there's some beautiful vocals and melodies on this track. And it's pretty solid. 21 Savage coming in. Yeah. Switching up the floor Doing a little something. bit. Matching Post Malone. Working really well off of him for that second verse. So I actually liked it a lot. I was like, all right, maybe, maybe... Um, Beer Pongs and Bentleys will be the album that like solidifies my opinion on Post and whether or not I like fully fucked with him. Okay. Because he seems like a nice dude. I, yeah, he's been really good on social media and just like existing recently. Mm-hmm. I like the way he's handled most situations, like Jake Paul showing up at his house yep. and other bullshit, and him just being friends with H3H3 Productions. Yep. All of that. I the know, funny Rich Chiga antics and the mariachi band. Yeah. Rich Chiga. Bro, what? Just like a little side note, I remember Jake Paul is working with another rapper, and yep. I forgot who was it. Yup, no, it's, it's uh, uh, our, Gucci our main Gucci, Gucci man. man. Okay, that, well, we can transition yeah, we, later for a quick that's second. A whole thing. Mm-hmm. I bet that was a great transition. Yeah, <laughs> we gave that I was happening. like, damn it, you didn't give us enough time. Oh, uh, well, sorry. It's okay. So, yeah, I, uh, I didn't like this song. You didn't <laughs> like I it? I thought it was bad. Damn. Really? I thought Dwayne Savage was good, which is, I don't like Dwayne Savage, and I thought he was good on this song, because mm-hmm. I just didn't like Post Malone. Damn. So yeah. much that 21 Savage was like a breath of fresh air. He was also rapping differently, hey. and I was like, wow, look, 21 Savage is trying, and I think he sounds pretty good on this. But I, the thing is, like, the rest of the song I'll never go back to. I really didn't like it. I, I feel like this is one of those songs where you're never going to go back to it, but it's going to come back to you for the next year. You think it's yeah, going to be playing? Yes. Be on the I heard radio it premiered on the radio. And when a song Damn. premieres on the radio, good luck listening to the radio for the next year because it doesn't leave. Damn. Um, I was in the car on the way way to work, and I was like, whoa, new song, Post Malone 21 Savage? What's this going to be? And uh, I thought it was a lot of fun. It's very catchy. It's something I'm going to be singing along to whether I like it or not. I was excited to hear 21 Savage do anything other than, like, uh, Savage Mode content. Right. And uh, Post Malone, I think he's got a really, really, real nice voice. But the song's pretty radio average. But I, I'm leaning towards liking it, and I think with it being drilled into my head uh, via radio and, like, walking through stores, I think I'm going to like it. For sure. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. I mean, he's definitely, it's definitely catchy, but it definitely brings the, like, point of how industry pushed is this man, just based on how quickly he's getting pushed on the radio and stuff, and it just feels like he did come out of nowhere. Yeah. So I get that argument for sure, but, yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what this new album gives us, and whether or not it'll so be So far, the not. only Post Malone song I like is Congratulations. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. That's fair. I, just, I think it's a good song. What do you, like, expressly hate about him? In terms of like his sound, uh, is it a hater or just like eh? Oh, uh, I just it was just like it's really boring. Yeah, fair yeah. enough for you. Yeah, he's just like congratulations, just catchy enough that the whole time that like it, it keeps my attention. But then like sometimes I'm just like oh, this guy's just so boring. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. And mm. and like sometimes it, the cat it kind of like falls in the middle because I think White Iverson did. Mm-hmm. Like where it's just like the first time I heard it, I was like oh this could be, but it's kind of like. Not that interesting of a song. But then I was like, oh, this is catchy, though. Yeah. So it kind of fell kind of like between both. And then this song, it's just like, I just did not care. <laughs> like, anything he said, it just didn't was not interesting to me. And then as soon as 21 Savage came in, I just felt like that was way more energy. Yeah. And like a way, uh, just expressive. And like, I was like, oh, wow, he's saying something. And he's, di- he's also the fact that I was like, 21 Savage is different. It was crazy. Yeah, that's what was exciting. So it was like, it was like multiple levels of things when 21 <laughs> Savage entered. Well, yeah, because I think, because what I'm interested with you is, like, 
Um, I think you're totally right, and I feel like that's why he's kind of this like this introduction, I guess, to or not an introduction, but this like pushing of pop rap where like he is just like it is just like i don't know like sugary filler like he's not like saying anything he's just saying oh i feel like a rock star crazy stuff's happening around me but there's no like depth to anything he's saying right and he's just kind of coasting off catchiness didn't it kind of remind me of that nickelback song where Mm -hmm. he talks about being a rock star (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think that also maybe not yeah that might i was kind of like i don't know why that 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 hit that's and I get associated Crazy. with it, and I was just like, I don't like this song Man, anymore. Man, I, I don't like this song anymore. <laughs> but Jesus. it's just like, yeah, no, I, I get that. But I feel like he's coasting off of catchiness, and I've been having this internal struggle of whether that's oh, he for sure okay has. or not. I think you can if um, if you're consistently catchy. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Different. What Ray Schremer, for example, right, is like the catchy machine. That's true. Like, there's really no depth to any any <laughs> Ray Schremer song. But I feel like they have but more quotables than White than like a oh, Post for Malone sure, song. But for sure, for sure. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I guess. It, do you think it's just like uh, charisma? It mm-hmm. should be a factor. And I think that's mostly Post Malone's issue. I right. There's, there's not much charisma no, there. Because no, if we're talking about depth, because there's plenty of like just like party songs right, that right. can still are okay. Like you can just do that. But yeah, it's just like, I think there's just like a lack of depth in his character. Like, who is Post Malone? It's like I still can't. I can't tell you. Because he just came out of nowhere. He just was suddenly like, so what, big. What I don't he, know anything about I, him. Yeah. He, I've listened to a bunch of songs. I don't know what, like, what is, who is he? Like, what's he's really he? fun as a he's person. A, yeah, he yeah. seems like just like a nice person. He's a really fun person. He but, seems really positive and nice, but. I don't know. I don't think his music reflects that. Like, what I've seen, at least on social media. <laughs> like, Fair. it's kind of like goofy, fun nature. He doesn't come off as a goofy, he's like, just kind of like, I'm going to be a rock star. Seriously. Like, yeah. So, I don't know whether, I don't know. I didn't get a really good picture of who he is. Yeah. And, and therefore, I get bored, I think. Fair. That's fair. Oof. Well, someone who's never gonna make me bored and Burr! has a ton of <laughs> a ton of charisma and craziness, the man Gucci Mane, aka Jake Paul collaborator, oh. uh, dropping a new single for the delayed album Mr. Davis, new song called Curve featuring The Weekend. And let me say, for the man whose ad lib is Burr, I think this song's pretty hot. Whoa! Um, yeah, I fucks with it a lot. Like, I think it was a solid. It's a. It's definitely another song where i felt like it was gonna be the belly syndrome where it was just gonna be like a weekend completely taking over yeah. the song oh. but gucci's just gucci and he knows how to bring it back as soon as his verse starts like a minute and 30 minutes into the song but i really fucks with it i thought it was a great song and once again i gotta say i'm really pumped for this upcoming album and i think it's gonna be great because i love this song i love the other two tracks that have come out and gucci's just fucking killing it right now yeah Man, I was uh, excited to hear this one because I didn't even know The weekend was on it. Mm-hmm. So I had this really funny experience where you I was found like, out quickly. I yeah, <laughs> so I'm listening to the song and I all I know is it's a Gucci song and Gucci's hard. Like he makes good music. Like he does like real trap, real trap shit. Right. And so I'm listening to what I think is a Gucci song and The weekend comes on and I audibly laughed out loud because like. The weekend at this point is a joke, and that's sad because he's made such incredible music with things like the trilogy and all that stuff. But the weekend brought it back real quick for a yeah. quick Gucci song, and I was really excited to hear the weekend do something that's not like, uh, I don't know, Poppy cocaine hip like pop radio bullshit. Like it was the weekend, like actually producing some content, like no ten minute comp. Like it was really exciting. I was really excited to hear like quality. The weekend again, and then Gucci just came through being Gucci, yeah. and it was exactly what you'd expect from Gucci. And Gucci is good, Burr. 
It's hot. It was, uh, it was P.O.K. I thought it was just kind of average. Okay. I don't know. It was like no one really surprised me. And it was just kind of like this. I, I feel like Gucci Mane, like at points, I don't know whether or not like him doing him sometimes surprises me and other mm. times it bores me. And it like, it literally is just the same. It, yeah. it like sometimes it's like, no, totally. That's like I can't really explain it. Cause sometimes I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah. And other times I'm just like, all right, just do this again, huh? <laughs> and it's like literally the, the the difference is so small, and yes. and this just fell a million where I'm just like ah oh, it's just this again huh, mm-hmm. and I don't know maybe it could switch because I think the the difference is so tiny yes. that if I listen to it again I'm gonna be like actually this is awesome yeah but I I don't know it's just like the first couple times I listened to this I was just kind of like hey, this is okay huh. like I wasn't I wasn't completely uh, so I just like a weird Gucci I think just the amount of music he's produced mm-hmm. and like I've listened to it's just become like. It's just like a, like a flipping of a coin of him doing the Gucci stick. Right. Whether or not I'm going to be like, this is amazing, I can listen to this, or me being like, oh, it's just the same shit again. Yeah. And it, But it is the same shit always. Right. <laughs> like, an, it's never not. That's an incredible <laughs> review of like Gucci Mane in general, honestly. Like, I feel like the difference between one of his like bangers and just another Gucci song is so slight. Right. Because they're all really good, but I feel like most of them are just on the edge of being absolute fire yeah but the ones that are on fire are just slightly higher yeah there's like a little difference that just needs to be made sometimes is it the beat is it the lyrics i don't know but we'll see what's interesting for me is like i kind of like the opposite point was it what the reason why i liked this one was like i felt that he brought something like a little new like because with the weekend coming in, rapping better than he's mm. rapped in a long time. Rapping. I was like, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh man, what's Gucci gonna follow this up with? And then he has like the weird, he has like a unique, like weird Gucci flow that only Gucci would do, where he's yeah. like, the Gucci has arrived. Boo doo 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 dee dee. Yeah, I was like, it just like got right. Yeah, I was like, it brought me like back in. I was like, I was like, wow, this is weird. And there he goes. The man is off. And yeah. I was like, yep, he just came right in. I He's was a like, legend. Mm-hmm. He's like one of those people that we're going to look back on, like, when all said and done, 50 years down the line, like, He's gonna be one of those people that like really represented the culture. Yeah, no, he like definitely his influence on music and the amount of music he produces is insane. I don't, th- I think he's like the first to produce the amount. He oh yeah, like especially he's yeah. a hustler. I feel like it, it's almost to me it's like like Snoop Dogg syndrome, mm-hmm. where like Snoop Dogg kind of does the same thing, and the difference is so slight of it being like this is amazing yeah. Snoop Dogg, mm-hmm. and this is just the same Snoop Dogg. This is Snoop Line. Well, sometimes, because then sometimes he'll go off the rails, and no. you're like, well, Snoop, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't do that ever again. You know, yeah, <laughs> that was a great will. year. Please, <laughs> stop. You're like, thanks, bud, but, but no. But at the end of the day, he's like, you know, he's, yeah, yeah. he's a legend. His impact is like, you can't deny it. No, 100%. Yeah. Same with Gucci. I mean, damn. What's uh oh yeah, working with Jake Paul. That's fuck that's weird. Okay, yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. just quick updates on that. We uh we got sent or you got sent oh, yeah. a little clip of an XXL magazine article yeah. saying that Gucci Mane and Jake Paul, and the obnoxious YouTuber, are gonna be working together. And ladies and gentlemen, I didn't believe it. I thought it was Photoshop. I had uh, to go to XXL's website disgusting. and be proven, but it's it's happening and there is a goddamn quote and video of Gucci Mane praising the boy. So, let's just play a quick little soundbite for the people. Uh, this is straight Exclusive. off the Jake Paul vlog featuring oh. Gucci Mane. 
Oh, wow. Shout out to YouTube. I'm sure that has great hits right now. I'm sure it does. That's the thing. Can you say what's up to the Jake Paulers, too? Hey, man, shout out to all the Jake Paulers out there, man. From Yo, I don't think wow. they're ready to, for this track, though. They're, they're not ready. Now, this song right here is a hit. Listen, if y'all sleeping on Jake Paul, y'all finna know I'm talking about we got a banger. <laughs> <laughs> he knows this game. I mean, it, it, like, I wouldn't like. I have one question. How much money did it cost for that, like, endorsement right there? Because Gucci don't do that for free. No. No way. Gucci's not going to rep some, like, bad shit. But he, he did it. But he did it. So, like, what's happening here? Let's I break mean, it getting, down. Getting the Gucci co-sign is nuts. I don't God. know what. And the worst part is, like, now I feel like I'm going to listen to this song. I'm going I'm gonna, to gonna listen to this song. And I'm just baited hook, line, and sinker into Debated. this fucking trap. And, oh. hey, what up, Mr. Cat? Mr. Cat's back from his date. He was on a date earlier on the porch. Hope it went well. But it is. Oof. I don't Man. know. The, the news is crazy. But moving right along, Injury Reserve releasing their second single for Drive It Like It's Stolen, coming out at the end of the month. A uh, new track called See You Sweat. Uh, definitely the single I thought was going to be their first. Like, definitely sounded like what I'm expecting from Injury Reserve right now. Um, pretty I think that's a smart crazy. Move on that part. Yeah, to just switch things up yeah. with, like, let's go with the mellow song first yeah. and then. Bring in the hype, make you remember what they're all about. Also, a really sick video. Crazy video. That shit's nuts. Yeah. Although, I also feel like Grog's Griggs? Grog? Grog? Yeah, Grog. Got the short end of the stick. My man looks real uncomfortable in a lot of the shots. Yeah. Just like in the pool, shirt on. Yeah. Um, just like I sweating thought, his ass I, off. I thought it was Man's pretty, running on the treadmill. I thought it was pretty funny. I thought it was supposed to be purposely. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's really funny. Because Richie and the team is like in the water and yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's just like, like chilling, yeah. and I'm like, oh, Grog's. But they also have that weird cut where they go like and then like zoom in on that dude's crotch. Yeah. And I was very confused to hide him. <laughs> I thought it was really goofy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I thought it was just like a, it was a classic like them song, and yeah. they just do really catchy songs that no one listens to. Yeah, so not enough a, people yeah, are right. listening. A, Where right. y'all at? How many times we gotta tell you injury reserve is the shit? Stay woke. Kind of still doing like their kind of like modernization of like two thousand bangers, I guess. Yeah. Like the this sounded like kind of like a Missy Elliott song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Mr. Cat. <laughs> Mr. Cat's just rubbing his face on the all over yeah. the chat. I respect it. Um, Do you? Don't mind us. But yeah, I, I thought it was really great. And uh, just a quick note, <laughs> just something I, I noticed. Remember, I, I was uh, I was watching a, a video of uh, this kid showing like literally like an eight year old. It was that kid that I showed just showed you guys earlier. <laughs> Uh, that I knew all like. Oh, I love the clout kid. That kid, and he doesn't have a lot of views and stuff. And <laughs> he's he, just doing it for the did, culture. Yeah, he's doing it for the culture. <laughs> and he did like a dad react to injury reserve wow. video, and then he played a couple songs of theirs, and injury reserve actually like commented on it. No way. Say, and the dad was just like, "Oh, you like this stuff, but I just wish it was you know didn't curse as much." And then they said, "Don't worry, we're coming out with a censored version of the album." <laughs> Wow. Wow. wow! That was like an amazing comment. That's that I so unreal. Cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Damn! But like the video has like five thousand views. Like yeah. it's not like a. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I thought that was really funny. Yeah. I thought it was really cool of them. Man, shout out to Injury Reserve. What did you think of this? Rap? All right. So as someone who's not like a ride or die, just because I like haven't had much exposure, I feel like in, in the way that most people haven't had much exposure to Injury mm-hmm. Reserve. Mm-hmm. Every time I've heard something and seen a video, I'm like, great, cool, uh, this is awesome. I like it. Yeah. It's good music. <laughs> And I feel like if they keep pounding out these like solid hits with like we listened to one a couple weeks ago North on the, on here North Pole shit was good and like they're consistently coming out with good content I think 
with this like recipe, it's either a matter of time where they actually become like notable and people are listening, mm-hmm. or like, damn, I don't know if it's gonna happen. Which I want it to be the other way. And I think if they keep grinding away and like putting out new stuff like this, mm-hmm. they should do it. Like they're real good. I like it a lot. This is a danceable song. Yeah, it's hip hop. And it's, I can also get up and move. Yeah, it's like one. I think it's from that era where it was more dancing. Stuff I like it a lot. Like the early two thousands. I hope the people start listening. Um, he's they're opening for somebody. I forgot, like famous. That's what? always good. I forgot. I thought you would see Mark and you remember, but I actually don't. I, so I fucked I up. I blew it. Oh, I just remember they were at they, like they posted a on festival. The, no, no, they're like opening. They're going on like a a, a big tour with somebody. Damn. Like somebody, I was like, wow, that's so cool. Eh. I'll look it up in a quick second. You the exposure's gonna come. The yeah. exposure's gonna come. I believe in them, for sure. I think it'll happen. Absolutely. I'm not trying to doubt by any means. It's gonna happen. Right. They're good. But yeah, shout-outs to them. Shout-outs to me meeting them at Cha-Cha. Wow, yeah, say that real quick again one more time. Oh, yeah, let, quick update on that story. Please, update. Yeah. Well, no, just a retelling, oh, okay. I guess. <laughs> I thought it was like, there's a difference. But yeah, I saw Richie with the T and Grog over at uh, Cha-Cha in Silver Lake. Shouts out. It's a great little establishment. Emphasis on the little. Ooh. Um, got him. But yeah. not yeah. Oh, yeah, underachievers. Underachievers, yeah. hell yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's gonna be a sick show. That's what, yeah. That's what I saw. That. Yeah, that's gonna be. They're perfect for each other. That's Holy a good. That's a good. That is definitely true. Shit might make me bust down like the new track oh, from man. Trippy it's Red, trippy. which is gonna appear on his upcoming pro upcoming project problem uh, upcoming <laughs> problem. Uh, Love letters to you, coming out on October sixth to you, buddy. You shouldn't have your biggest fan. Oh, man. But yeah, new track from him, and I gotta say, you know, petty beefs aside, all the shenanigans aside, I like the song a lot. I think it's fucking catchy. The beat's wild. I'm still loving his style. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, he's just doing something new, and I think, you know, like I said, I think as long as he keeps his shit together and stops wilding out and burning bridges, he's, stupid. he's, gonna, he's gonna be on this nice little path to you know following in the steps of uzi vert and a lot of other guys right now and really blow up sometime soon so yeah i hope so i mean uh should i go into it first enrique or do you, yeah what, let's, what do you let's get into it yeah. all right so i feel like this was to me uh quavo's song but like better yeah like in the sense that like it's the same type of thing where it's like i don't know they sound very similar like the quavo stars in the ceiling and then this song like have like a very similar sound but i feel like the Trippy Red one is, like, more current and, like, up to the date of, like, what at least SoundCloud and, like, that whole culture is sounding like. I love his melodies. I had a realization where I was like, man, it's so funny how, like, SoundCloud lyrics just go through seasons of being repetitive with different genres or, like, subjects. Mm-hmm. But, like, the melodies consistently change uh, as time goes on. And I feel like Trippy Red definitely has some nice little melodies, and uh, I liked it a lot. A lot. He says, Enrique, the Enrique? person who's the odd one out on this one. That's what fair. are your thoughts? I didn't like it. Yeah? yeah. No? Really? Like Did not convert you to Trippy Red. Really? No, I actually, I hadn't really, like, pay attention much to his previous songs. So mm-hmm. I was like, wow, I really don't like this. Would I like <laughs> any of his other stuff? So I clicked on the other songs. And even though I was on, like, totally sold on the other songs, I clicked on, like, the most watched ones. I don't remember the names. I was like, oh, these are more interesting. Like, I was, so that's what I gathered. Yeah. I was like, this I could actually, I think I could try listening to again, and I might get something out of it. 
but that this song specifically, I was just like, I this is I can't. Yeah, that's <laughs> no, fair. I don't know. Maybe it might be like a little Uzi Vert thing. Like he'll come out and then I'll start like getting it. But at the moment, I don't. Not about to, it. No, I just like I don't. I just wouldn't. It just like sounds <laughs> annoying to me. Wow, yeah. fair, fair so, and honest. I like that. Uh, it it sound he sounded less like obnoxious to me in like the other songs, and they sound more interesting. The ones that I don't know the bigger ones. Mm-hmm. That uh, I clicked on that were related, yeah. just because I, I want to get consensus of like what his deal was. Mm-hmm. And it, to me, I could like almost tell that this was not like a big song for mm-hmm. them. Right, this is the so, newest shit. Or just their SoundCloud. Um, it's I a would, status I'd be thing. interested because it's different. So I would be interested. In, like, if another song come out, I would listen to it. Like, even if we weren't in the podcast, I'd click on it and be like, "Huh, I wonder where this is gonna go." Hell yeah! But at the moment, I would never come back to this. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Well, speaking of Red, uh, Mr. Bompton himself, The Game, coming out of nowhere, dropping a new single on the anniversary of Tupac's death, uh, September 13th, RIP, with a new track called Is There Heaven for a Gangster? Is there? Is there anything more West Let's Coast Let's answer that, that question. <laughs> Is there? Well, Austin, what do you got to say about it? Me? Pal? I'm starting? Yeah. All right. Well, The Game is back doing exactly what The Game has <laughs> always done since forever, mm-hmm. and he's good at it. That's it. Man, this is just another game song. I really like the little context of it being uh, a Tupac shout-out. I thought it sounded exactly like a game song. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it actually threw me off for a moment when I heard him talk about like Lil Uzi. And uh, he had other another SoundCloud person on there. That he like, said, um, Party, I've been Party. on Lil Yachty's. Lil Uzi, Yachty. Took shots with Lil Uzi's. Right, um, and there's somebody got else. Got Coke from the Migos and My Bitch is Bad and Bougie. Right, yeah, this guy, yeah. yeah See, this guy knows. Um, to hear like a... Oh, cr- Mr. Cat, please, this is Twitch. <laughs> um, don't get us banned. Banned, banned. <laughs> All right, clean, clean your legs up, my man. Um, so to hear something so like relevant and current on a game song blew my mind and that was cool. But otherwise I feel like he's just doing another game song. So for the segment hot or not, I don't even think I can give it either. Uh, I'm just going to give it a nice, like, Hey man, respect because I respect the song. It wasn't made for me. Yeah. I mean, it was cool. Kind of like what you said. It is pretty much just like a game shot, a game esque song. Like I was like, yep, this is what. The game would do. Um, kind of going off that point, though, I was a little annoyed by that one because I was—he was basically saying I fathered these guys, like, and I was like, when? "You didn't. Um, yeah. They sound nothing like you. Not They're close. not doing anything you're doing." It's like so a that was like genre. obnoxious. But I mean, you know, it is what it is. It's the game doing I just what the game he was does. Hanging out with them too. Nah, he was like, "I fathered sons and I fathered niggas. I did. I did everything little boat did, and like all these people did." And I'm like, "Yeah, no." Did you? Relax. Oh, but I thought I said with. Like he's doing, like he's like, mm. oh, well, so he's like, playing, like, yeah, they're just like, okay, using their names in the lyrics. Okay, but. yeah, I mean, now while I'm really thinking about it, it seems like more of a name drop, drop yeah. top, bad situation. Yeah, yeah, it did seem like that. Bad and creepy. But I was like, eh, it's a uh, I thought the but be- it's fine. The beat's great. I, I thought the beat was really good. Beat's yeah. good. I thought the beat was like it fucking like, uh, like my bass was like that was a fucking notch. Mm-hmm. Like, the beat goes really sick. Yeah. The beat uh, lyrically, it was like, um, I wish it was, I mean, there, for notes of Tupac, I feel like there should be more from yeah. him than there was, or showcase bit more emotion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, that seems like something very personal, especially for somebody like him from that area. Yeah. The big Tupac illusions were like the Bible references. That was a good Bible reference. Is, yeah, you're right. And like, is like there a heaven for a gangsta line? And that was pretty yeah, much the I, I don't know. I feel like I partly, if I, I was told an ode to Tupac, 
mm-hmm. from him. I'm like, oh, what is he going to say? Like, what Tupac meant to him, like, his whole life. Right. Like, what, what he meant and, like, whatnot. So it just seemed more like allusions to him rather than, like, an ode. Right. So, like, I guess I was just kind of underwhelmed by that. Overall, it's, like, it's a pretty good song. Yeah. So, like, and I think yeah. it's for, like, a biopic or an upcoming, like, a and The Tupac movie? Like, documentary or something. Oh, is it? So it's, there is a Tupac movie, right? There is also the context of it being, like, a soundtrack song, too. Okay. So, I is guess that explains... a soundtrack explains, song? Yeah, it's some type of soundtrack for some show or documentary. Yeah. So, I guess that explains maybe why he didn't go as in-depth to his personal feelings. Uh, I think feelings. also pointing out, like, Game trying to, like, almost... Uh, remain relevant he was also on little dicky's the brain that's true <laughs> and speaking of which that's right ladies and gentlemen the like funniest, little dicky's brain came out with the a, funniest feature yeah it's so funny <laughs> i was not prepared for ladies and gentlemen to give you some context here the little dicky we talked about him earlier and his little partner the brain dropped his own ep as the brain and sure enough the game is featured on the last song it's the yeah, last, it's the last yeah song. the last song and wow, it's it's something. <laughs> the whole EP is a lot. There's a lot to break down with it. I mean, obviously there's quotables. Obviously there's silly shit. And then there's just a whole lot of what I'll call the wild quotables. Um, I mean, you have like just him dropping the hard F slur for no reason at the end of the first song. Little Dicky. Yeah. Not even as the brain too, which is like unnecessary. Oh wait, no, it was the brain. My bad. Whoa. But then there was like <laughs> the wild, the weird like reveal where he's like, um, I don't eat pussy because eighty five percent of dudes have like mouth herpes or some shit. So if I get so if I eat out a girl, I'm giving her my mouth herpes, and then if I fuck her, I'll get herpes. I was like, what is this crazy? Like <laughs> out of I was like, what is this fuckboy shit? So it's all, we in 2017, you ain't in box, little dicky. But Come it's on, man. obnoxious. Get with the shits. But I mean, I don't know. It's a silly EP. It's ridiculous. Uh, it, it, to me, it kind of, like as a person who's been kind of like sometimes he can, like I'm like, oh, this is kind of funny. Mm-hmm. And other times it comes off as kind of like fratty, like dude humor. Yeah. yeah. And this one, this mostly, this whole EP came off like the side I don't like. Right, or, like, exactly. So, yeah, it just came off like an Adam Sandler rap album mm-hmm. type thing. And even though I love the covers, I think the cover's hilarious. Yeah. I think the little his brain picture is just like this malformed, horrible <laughs> CGI brain. And I hope that's on purpose oh, because yeah. it's hilarious. Because it's such a funny, like, <laughs> the art is just like the little brain and like the white space and stuff. <laughs> and so that silly. made me laugh. And the fact that he put the, the game on a track with him, which is just so funny. Like, th- those are the only two things I, I think I particularly thought were funny and enjoyable to me. The rest mm. of it was just like, I don't know. It just felt like just like him trying to do gross out wild things, right. just like shock value the whole time, rather than like real jokes mm-hmm. and like or like I don't know poignant conversation, interesting observations or right. yeah. It is. It it wasn't. Yeah, for me, I guess it, it seemed like this would appeal more to like more fratty, like broy. One hundred percent. And I think you nailed the you nailed it completely because just some context here. Um, you know, posted that this album came out. Barstool Sports, which is like frat boy front page. And yes, I I have it like just to like see that opinion. Just like what are the frat boys up to these days? So I saw that they posted it and I was like, yep, of course they did. Can I say something real quick Mm -hmm. about Barstool Sports? I hope they're listening. Fuck Barstool Sports. Fuck them. So (laughs) here's the actual quick tiny story uh, off hip hop topic. 
Man, when the Red Sox won the World Series, mm-hmm. I was at the celebration they didn't outside steal the thing. Your clip, did they? No, worse. That's fine. Well, a little. So basically, uh, I get a video of a car getting flipped right outside Fenway Park. I post it online, and then Barstool Sports has the audacity to say like, like this guy is ruining the culture of Boston. We're not like this. Like, how dare you post this video and make Boston look bad? Like, we're good people. I literally just took a video, didn't say anything, and uploaded it. Wow. And they're like, this guy ruined the reputation and the celebration of the game. Like, the, tonight was about the Red Sox winning the game. And this guy decided to put film a video what, online. Film what people were doing. He made Boston look bad. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, fuck off with that wild-ass opinion. That's a, the fucking, fuck out of here. The people who flipped a fucking car. Yeah. Yeah, like, yell at them. look bad. Like, like What? I don't know. Anyways, that's such a twisted logic. It was like, oh, yo, it's just showing the bad thing. I was like, that thing shouldn't happen. Dude, the whole game was on fucking TV. Like, if you want to see the good thing, turn on the TV. It's going to be on tomorrow on the news. Well, yep, and that's who's really pushing this brain EP. So let that be a context of the type of stuff you're getting here. I mean, obviously, there's some classic (laughs) quotable balls. Excuse me, some quotables and some silly shit. I don't know. I enjoyed cocaine and the game (laughs) song. Uh, but it was definitely <laughs> the joke of cocaine wore off so quickly. That's man. true, also. Like and yeah. I was just like, eh. But... The game one was just funny because the game's on it. <laughs> just it existing. I think also just like the the idea of just little Dicky with like just like hard rappers, <laughs> like when when Rich Homie Quan on that song. Oh and yeah. Stuff. Just like that, he picks like the funniest people. <laughs> it's so fucking silly. And that that does get me. But then the rest of it, I'm just like, I'm just very frustrated. And I'm That's like, uh, this is, I like, at least his like normal stuff is like a bit more higher brow. But this is just like the worst parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. it's, you know, just Not much higher brow, but like a more interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not what I wanted from like a full brain project. I thought it was going to bring out the best of Lil Dicky. It did not. But... Yeah. Yeah. I was hoping it'd be a like nice little platform to be him like really show off some good unique work. interesting shit you need but... something new something yeah. good interesting something yeah, that contributes just... to the conversation of hip hop yeah. but now he just showed up yep <laughs> he showed up and made like a really it just had an excuse to say wild was... shit dude just showed up in a bathroom just showed up and was like hey I'm not eating pussy and then bounced <laughs> come on man <laughs> but anyway it's funny you can't get with it hey Tryon anyway let's move on to our hip hop news headlines of the week uh, started things up with Rhapsody who I personally started caring about after she hopped on the Kendrick song back on his To Pimp a Butterfly album, had an amazing feature voice, feature verse. That verse is really, really good. Yeah, and I was like, wow, who is this? Rhapsody. All right, I remember that name. And then she popped up again in Anderson Pock's latest project um, on a song that samples fucking Hiatus Coyote. Shoutouts to them. Oh, cool. Um, but again, another amazing verse, and I was like, damn, shout outs to her. And now she's coming out with a new album, um, called Layla's Wisdom, excuse me, um, featuring Kendrick, Anderson Park, BJ the Chicago Kid, and Busta Rhymes. Um, I checked out one of her songs, You Should Know, six minute, um, wild song, and it definitely just confirmed everything I was feeling. It made me feel like, damn, I'm really excited for, to finally hear a project from her. And kind of see what she's all about. She has projects. Yeah, but this is gonna be the first one I'm officially gonna dive into. Okay, right. So yeah, I'm she's just been like, killing it on features. She's yeah. also on Absol's albums, and she's really good on oh, that. That's right. 
and I think I think I learned about her before *Dream of Butterflies* because I think Abdul interviewed on his favorite rapper currently, and he said Rhapsody. Damn. And then I was like, wow. who's that? And then I looked her up, and I was like, oh, she's really good. And then she showed up in *Dream of Butterfly*, and she like killed it. Yeah. You know, she had like the, the J Rock verse of the Dream of Butterfly*, the one where you're like, whoa, this is really really good. Yeah. Uh, who are you? Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought the song was good too. Yeah. And I was like. <laughs> It's a strange song. It's, it's a lot. It, are her and Busta Rhymes fucking? Like, is that what's happening with Busta Rhymes? Yeah. Wild, sexually explicit verse later on, yeah, in the, five like, minutes into the yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. He just transitioned to a new little. It's like the Busta Rhymes like little. Uh, I, I, uh, yeah. Was sidebar. <laughs> just full on. I love you so much. Let's fuck. Yeah, let's <laughs> fuck right now after I'm done recording this. That shit was wild. Um, and speaking of wild, ASAP Rocky promising us a new album, ASAP, and doing it with a very interesting rollout. I don't know if you guys saw this. I actually brought it up just because, like, the picture oh. is so it's weird to me. But my man posted it on Twitter, on his Twitter uh, with a little Forbes article also in the thumbnail. And I was like, is this right? Is this what he was meant to do? Hasn't changed it, hasn't acknowledged it, but new album coming soon. Picture of a little crash test dummy in a Forbes article. What? So I, I was just baffled. I was like, uh-huh. That is on his about? Twitter. That's like not even from like a news article. Is that it, is just is it trying to say like strapping folks. Is Maybe buckle up. This is gonna be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But I was just I'm like, post what a link a, just in the chat. I was just like, what? Is this? Yeah, chat. Get ready for this. Get shit. For this yeah, fucking link. The, the article says what the obesity is. What? What does it say? <laughs> it's like what's what the obesity level is doing to them, or something. And it's a shit. it's a yellow crash test dummy with a fucking seatbelt wrapped across him. It's just some wild ass shit, and right. I was very confused. But yeah, new album coming soon. Y'all think it's gonna be hot? Y'all think it's gonna be butt? What are you What are you thinking of ASAP Rocky's lyricism these days? I feel like ASAP Rocky is a legend, and that's where it's gonna remain. Mm-hmm. I feel like his time musically, and I I hope I'm wrong. Please prove me wrong. I I sadly feel like it passed. I feel like he is on his downswing of making solid music, and on his upswing of being considered like a a legend. So I hope it's good. I really really do. But nothing recently has been like whoa. Everything is gold. I feel like a legend seems like a bit much. Just, well, I think he's putting like, himself in the position of legend, like like I brought up last week, where I was talking about like Snoop Dogg and that whole thing. Like he's just trying to tailor that, but did, wouldn't he have to put out more good music? To but make that did happen? Snoop Dogg? I mean, Snoop Dogg just ended up featuring on everybody and their sister. For I, the rest I mean, of but his then career. he came back for like for with the Pharrell comeback and yeah. stuff. Right with like, Pharrell. Like yeah. I feel like he's gonna jump on other people that are still relevant rather than like being a name for himself solely. Well, no, Snoop Dogg was still just Snoop Dogg. Pharrell just like they com- combined to make it an album. Right. Which, which, people which weren't. Album? People weren't. Uh, what uh, was it? What uh, fuck's the name of that it's album? The one with um, the fucking. Like, it's the year? one what with um, like Drop It Like It's Hot. Yeah, but I feel like that was still Snoop Dogg and... Prime. I feel like I. Feel oh, like, okay. no, 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 because right. he had fallen off for a period of time. True, he definitely yeah. did. And then but he I... came back, and then I think that kind of like. With Drop It Like It's Hot and that yeah, whole, yeah, yeah. That whole that era. Like... I feel like he was still on, oh, okay. and then he got into his like sexual seduction oh, shit, yeah. and then like he kind of. Really went crazy. Going down. And they showed up in a shit ton of movies. Right, and that's how I feel where ASAP Rocky's at. He's past his Drop It Like it's hot and he's going on the downswing but he's going to continue to be a legend and people are going to be like oh asap rocky's cool and i don't know i could be very wrong and i hope i am i oh. want the the good music era to continue hmm. well it's just like interesting because uh well i think my point being was that like you know 
there's like a dog like a doggy style which is like the first thing snoop dog put out which mm-hmm. is big or like the chronic with dr dre right so it's like these two things solidified snoop dog is like right. oh he's a really interesting guy then some albums afterwards they're all like pretty like considered like a pretty good but not like masterpieces like the former two right and then like he dropped off for a period of time but then with pharrell he created like a new sound and whatnot and uh, perhaps if he is falling into like this little rut right now Maybe in like two, four, three years after, maybe this album sucks or is okay. He, he ASAP Rocky might have like a, a Pharrell type person. He might totally have, have that happen. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like with the way he's networking in hip hop, like it's gonna happen. Mm. And like I feel like that's a much better like possibility than you're right. Him really like being on the downswing mm-hmm. now. I think he is in a rut, but I think if he can get like way up there again, um, and continue to make good music like we know he can, his potential's gone nowhere it's still he still has so much potential to be great yeah i, I guess also the other thing to, to like with snoop dogg is that the majority of asap rocky's rapping is just i'm cool right. like that's it that's like basically what yeah. snoop dogg does it's like yeah i'm cool like i do <laughs> cool shit yeah just a quick reminder i'm cool that's yeah like, just that's let everybody know one yeah, more everything time. but he's really good at saying it right <laughs> that's that's what he always does and perhaps if he changes it up, it could create something interesting with this album. We don't know. But if he doesn't, I think he would fall in the rut where people would just be like, oh, same shit again, huh? And I'm rooting like, for him. People like some songs, some maybe won't, but some will get radio play if he puts like me as Kendrick. He has like a, no, wait, does it Kendrick? Did, does it announce like what's going to be on this album? I don't think we have a track list yet. Okay. I don't know what it's going to be called. It's, gonna, it's probably going to have a lot of creative people on it. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. I'm actually having a completely like opposite opinion here, where I'm like, I thought ASAP Rocky's last project was like his best with more Pretty Falco, Jody, and a lot of those other LSD, um, uh, the one with Lil Wayne, but just a lot of good songs on that. Yeah, yeah. And so I feel like, if anything, it's just been that he's hasn't done anything in a bit. He's just been hanging around with a lot of people. So I just feel like we haven't gotten this ASAP being bad. We just had him doing a lot of features and just being out there. So I'm curious to see what like solo ASAP is gonna sound like again, and so I'm, I'm much more like hopeful in terms of yeah, we'll see where he goes from here, and then if it's bad, then I'm like yeah, I don't know, but I, I I'm definitely think, out of yeah, I, we'll I, see. I don't think bad is what's gonna happen. I don't right, think it's gonna make I agree. Bad. I think it's just gonna be like at best, average, like, at worst, like average. Okay. Yeah, I um, think you're right though. Rocky solo could be exciting because it has only been like feature stuff right. recently. What what was it? The last Dallas album from like two years ago. Like longer than that. No, it was, it was a while ago. We were, it was like yeah, it was like, I was like three years. We in college. Living, no, yeah, we we're still in, we were living in Austin. I remember. Yeah, that. yeah. So like junior, maybe senior year. Okay, Damn. but that's only like a year and a half ago. Two years. Two years. Two years of his senior. Three years of his junior. And so we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm curious. I'm. I. I hope it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. I really do. And speaking of what are they going to do next, Ugly God got on his uh, Instagram story and just completely Went. blew me out of the water with a new post. Um, I had basically just been sitting around on my Instagram, checking Insta stories per usual, and I come across Ugly Gods ready for just like a meme or something silly, him and his girlfriend, something like that. Canal City. But instead I get the fucking like XXX Tentacion like, wow, yeah. fucking big essay over black text. Basically going, basically laying out the realest I've ever seen Ugly God be and the ser- most serious I've ever seen him take himself. But basically um, he gives up this big essay where he's like, look, I had a talk with some person and he was like, I just can't keep making these, like, joke, 
songs all the time and I want to show the people that there's some depth to me that I'm very versatile in my rapping I can do a whole lot of things so he's basically saying that he wants to try to move into some different avenues with his upcoming official debut because I guess the booty, ta booty tape doesn't count in his mind or whatever anyway ignoring that but in his official debut he's gonna be really trying a whole bunch of new things and he wants us to really just ride with the more serious ugly god and see where it takes him man i'm so interested in like what that like really means mm -hmm. but i also think he's got a really incredible point and i'm really excited by this post that showed up on instagram stories i feel like instagram stories is such a great place for artists to just like be real and honest and with, lay like, it all out weird text posts that do disappear which is nice um so i feel like ugly god is exactly right in that he very much can be considered a meme rapper and i feel like that was my biggest critique of him on the booty tape like as someone who's seen ugly god and i would consider myself a fan i was disappointed in the booty tape because there wasn't any substance i think it was all goofy like wild soundcloud funny sucking toes booty stuff and it was memes and it was yeah. good and i do think like ugly god has the potential to be like non meme content and have some actual depth and whatnot so i'm proud of him for sticking up for himself and being like hey man i'd like to have an emotional connection with my fans because right now i just don't right because as someone who's a fan i have no emotional connection to ugly god i there's nothing like if he i don't know like i i, I don't know i don't like empathize with him heavily what and you I, say if i'm he excited died? for that no, I wasn't, I, wasn't, I wasn't close to that. I wouldn't care. If he died, I would just I'd be like, like well, him. damn. Damn savage. F's in the chat. That's, you know, pay respect. But no, I really hope he like is able to achieve his goal of creating like an emotional connection with his audience because he deserves it. I think he's a good boy. Mm. A nice little Luigi guy. And I was very interested with the aspect of him wanting to be taken more seriously because he, he did bring up a good point. He was like, yo, I went to like college on an academic scholarship That's and smart. like did a lot of shit so he's like i know i just like fuck around all the time but i'm like a genuine real smart person too and i want to you know be more taken more seriously and i'm interested at in the steps he's going to take to get that to happen with his next project that's going to be real interesting all right so as in the words of ugly god mm -hmm. uh fuck ugly god <laughs> <laughs> and let's, uh, let's move on to the next thing. All right. Well, speaking of jokes and memes, Tyler, the Creator's new show, well, not new, but Tyler, the Creator's show, The Jelly, which was, The Jellies, which was formerly a Gulf Media exclusive, is now coming to Adult Swim on October 22nd. He released a wacky Tyler-esque trailer, and I don't know. What do you guys think? Are you excited for this show? You think it's gonna be funny? What are you expecting? Um, I'm excited to watch it a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. I watched one of the videos and it was like explaining one of the characters. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this doesn't look fun. <laughs> and then there was the actual trailer that came out five days ago, and I was like, all right, this looks kind of hype. But mm -hmm. the difference was one had Tyler and one didn't. I yeah. liked the one with Tyler in it. Uh, the one without Tyler, I was like, wow, this looks like Tyler, but it's not him, mm -hmm. and something's weird about it. But I hope it's really good. I, I've never seen it on Golf Media. I don't subscribe to that as much as, like, I'd love to support the boy. I've already bought enough of his clothes and seen enough of his shit. Can I just say, I was so mad when Golf Media yeah, came so out. Yeah, I was like, man, I, I wish You want me to play monthly you. for your, like, not like a big Netflix where they have a bunch of shit coming in, right. but just subscribe money to buy only your content and there was i feel like there's no way you got like your money's worth because there was like what the radio show i feel like it was like a fan fall off jellies too. and like one other thing up, like, a paywall and a pay block like 
I'm, I've always been a big Tyler fan, but as soon as golf media came out, I was like, man, I guess I'm really not connected like I want to be. Yeah. And, like, it kind of took me out it? of the game. I don't know, it's like five like bucks a month. five or almost ten a month. That's ridiculous. Right. Yeah. And, like, man, I'll do that for a Twitch streamer that streams every day, six days a week. Like, sure. But, like, to get, like, I don't know, maybe one video in an article a month that used to come at me for free on Tumblr. Mm-hmm. Damn, disappointing, sad. And I, I do think the paywall like kind of had a lot of fans fall off, but also got to do it. I think the Patreon model is the future of like supporting good content. Right. It just sucks when you're the first one to do it, you take a fall. Yeah, no. But I don't know, at the same time Tyler's always grown bigger at the same, like weirdly. Yeah. It's maybe he's shaved off like a certain Oh, he's section. gotten bigger, but I think his like hardcore like wolf gang loyalty. Mhm. It's kind of, like, cut by that. Because, yeah. like, I'll stand in line on Black Friday in high school for six hours, but I can't pay you $10 a month, my guy. I'm trying to eat myself. <laughs> yeah, that shit was just, like, crazy. And I, I hate that I can't feel like a real fan because I don't have the wallet to do I can't, so. I can't think of anything I would pay $10 a month for. Right. As a fan. Yeah. Like, they'd have to be, like, somebody I was, like, real, like, and they're struggling. Like, I'd have to be know that they're, like, damn, they're not going to get lost. Yeah. Right. So, like... But, like, I know Tyler's making fucking millions. Making bank off those so, clothes. So, no worries. Those shirts are, like, 40 bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, They're not cheap. Speaking of people who make a lot of money, Little Uzi Bird, Marilyn Manson, could be teaming up for a project and a possible collab on the way, question mark? It's true. Little Uzi Bird is up to a lot. I, apparently dropping collab albums left and right, one with Marilyn Manson. The two of them have been buddy-buddy. Are they buddy. collab albums? Oh, yeah. Don't forget, Marilyn Manson raps, as proven with his track with Gucci Mane. That's true. <laughs> I have not heard that. Holy They hell. have a song together. You want to know what it's called? Uh-huh. Pussy's Wet. Good. It's wild. It's a Jesus. banger. It's a banger. So I'm excited to see what an Uzi Marilyn Manson God. collab album is going to be like. And not only are we getting that, but we're possibly getting an Uzi Cardi tape as well so the man is just that'd be wild you think the man after selling a oh, hundred thousand plus albums would be chilling we're gonna get one song from Marilyn Manson we're not gonna get an album <laughs> I'm just gonna say that that's not gonna happen wow what else the is Marilyn he Manson doing album. no collab albums I say I think we had a discussion collab albums are all ha- hype and they don't come out that's fair wow that's like that's fair and I really don't think this is all just like re- they'll have one song people get hype about it and then they won't do it that's fair man. it'll increase both their profiles and then they don't have to put the effort or like the risk and that's it you're super breaking right. down that's a social media play because yeah. right now I'm about to go follow Marilyn Manson yeah <laughs> and speaking of social media plays Danielle Brigoli aka Cash Me Outside how about that how about Mr. Cat is making crazy moves and just I don't know doing her best to just make me salty about her success but you know what at this point Fuck it, I'm happy for it. Right? <laughs> I'm just we're here. We go. Right? I like I like I like that you have to feel you have to have a stance on this, Mark. Because you can just be you neutral. have to. No, no, no I have to have a stance. She's actually entered hip hop. Yeah, this legitimately. I can't just coast anymore. She's here. With the role She's officially been signed to Atlantic Records. And you sent me her Rollin' Peace remix. Yes. I listened to it. I wanted to hate it. it I, I literally loved yeah. it. <laughs> I literally, so good. I literally put it on the first Pissed. time and went from like this and then got maybe about 15, 20 seconds in. And I was like, mm, mm, 
and by like a minute I was like ooh ooh yeah. damn ooh I mean there was just like legitimate bars in there there was a lot of interesting personal stuff about how she's been dealing with Dude, this yeah, shit yeah it was and very like I knew I was what just happened boy's trying to go alpha right now you damn know, square he's up he's in a wild mood all day what happened I don't know nothing I was just looking at him and he just like had the crazy eye sometimes he has the crazy eye he didn't hurt me at all, but like, damn, Square Mr. Kyle, up. go nuts. Shit's getting real on this stream, y'all. I think he hates the Catch Me Outside girl just as much as we do. <laughs> but I no, I mean, I she, I don't, I don't hate her anymore. I don't, yeah. I, I don't think I ever hated her, but I, I remember when I, as soon as I, that track came out and I listened to it, I was just like, uh, Mark's gonna, this is gonna be funny because Mark's gonna kinda like this. And I was like, shit, <laughs> I was like, it to Mark. I mean, good. we talked about all these grown ass adults not having depth in their music, and then she comes in and she brings up a, addressing a lot of things that has been going on with her personal TMZ, life. TMZ. TMZ, her mom, her dad, her missing dad, like all these things get brought up, and she's just like hitting out bars, like saying I've been disrespectful, giving my mother hell, FYI, we doing well. The mortgage is secure. All this stuff. And I was like, whoa, whoa, chill, chill. Yeah. Just doing way too well for a 14-year-old rapper. Uh, also, I mean, she also, I also want to point so out, good. not to cut you off, but I also want to point out that she JoJo'd me. Because you know what I was definitely going to talk about right off Sh the rate? Shigeki? Well, no, I was going <laughs> to talk about her age, and I was going to talk about her race. And she was like, first thing I'm going to talk about her age. Uh, yeah. and then wow, I was like, Damn it! And I was like, D "Dang it! You knew." <laughs> yeah, they, they said it. They said it before you could. Yeah, and I was like, "Damn it!" That's a classic play. I I feel like uh, the only thing, uh, and there are accusations of ghostwriting on her part. Oh, absolutely, that's, fair. that's and fair. Uh, it's really fair. It's like, to be honest, listening to it, I'm like, wow, the amount of self awareness and like introspection she would have to have to make this song is, I don't think. I don't know, it just seems really odd to me. Right? Of her having that type of, like, I don't know, just suddenly. Like, I mean, she's definitely, I feel like she's definitely media pushed. It's someone else writing, unfortunately. Maybe it's a collab. It I could be. It collab. could be industry pushed, because, like I said, she secured also, the fucking record label evidence, deal already. Receipts. receipts. As also, soon as Atlantic Records is fucking shady. money, is money central, yep. too. True. I mean, and based on receipts, like, as soon as Catch Me Outside happened, she was on the Vine game for like three seconds, and then she became a YouTuber, which she didn't make her own videos. She was definitely media produced as far as YouTube goes. So I feel like that same production team said, hey, these videos aren't working. What do we move you into next? Which is like a different team. But her actual voice on the song is like fire as hell. So it's tough because like- it, I think it's because her voice and like, um, was it Kodak Black have kind of like this shrill, like high pitchedness that like a Kodak Black song kind of would fit with her voice. It would. Yeah. And that's, why, that's why it kind of works. Uh, it just makes sense, and it sounds great. It sounds too good. I definitely could see the argument for industry plant and really trying to push her out there, but we'll see. If she's really writing her own shit, kudos, because for a 14-year-old, that's crazy, and it was far better than I expected. Yeah, she has 11.3 million followers. Yeah. That's so, crazy. Uh, now I have to keep an eye on her. Now I just have to accept that she's going to be out here. I mean, she's already on the fucking billboard charts, so I mean, she's she, going to be here for a little bit. She's making a lot of smart calls. Uh, I don't know whether or not she's listening to certain people or if she herself is making those calls. Mm -hmm. And I, if she continues doing this, she could be like somebody, like a Kim Kardashian type. Of yep. Absolutely. Or something like that. Like, I don't know. Many of like the dumb pitfalls so far. None of like, I feel like she fucked 
She did okay. Basically, what she did was do something really, really stupid, mm-hmm. and then that everyone starts paying attention, and then she's from then on has been very, very smart <laughs> about everything, right? Which is like the classic play to get big. Like you just do something really embarrassing and dumb, and but then she flip it and reverse but it. But the fact, yeah, the fact that she was like, like instantaneously able to flip it is right. like crazy. It's nuts. And I don't know, maybe she might. I don't. The the amount of. Um, either people talk, controlling her or her listening to people to like follow it because a lot of people blow up before this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know. She might be here for a while, as you said. Yeah. yeah she might have some staying power. We yeah. shall see. It's going to last. But alas, it's time for reviews. And Austin, who had been too busy this yep. week, took us. We're going to put you to the sideline. No, please. So, okay. So I'll just say it myself. So I've been crazy busy. Life is really good oh, i can't complain in the slightest say, but say, i am so say, insanely say busy sorry to open mic in the cool uh i want to apologize directly and i hope you guys see this you guys are watching i know you guys love mondo cool the cool kids open mic eagle i apologize i didn't listen to your album and i feel like right now i'm just gonna run the keyboard and let the boys talk because it's not fair to you your music's probably fire and fun but i can't give it a rating uh half-assed you know i want to <laughs> respect the art it's up to the boys Alright, well, let's next week, next week. start things off with the Cool Kids, the power couple from the mid-2000s, finally reuniting for their big comeback album, Special Edition Grandmaster Deluxe, with a nice little intro from Hannibal Burris. Uh, yeah, the boys are back, and hmm, let me say, I won't call it a disappointment, but I don't know, it definitely wasn't everything I expected. Where I did get the things that I wanted. There were plenty of quotables, a lot of fun, a lot of good times to be had. I, think, in the I album. think I know exactly what you're gonna say. Well, the production just wasn't there for me on a lot of the songs. It's very no, hit or no, miss. No, I think what to you, I don't know. Maybe it's, we're, our, di- our issues are different. Mm-hmm. But like, I remember the first seven songs. I yeah. was like, I liked all. I was like, it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And then it does. It's not necessarily. I don't think it's the production. It was. It's the production, but mm-hmm. it's not necessarily like. Because it's like, oh, it's similar sounding or just a shittier version of former things. Right. They just went to new genres. Yeah. Like, they went to... I was the, just like, where are you guys going with this? And it's like four tracks. Yeah. five, And they're long. Long and, as fuck. And they don't... Um, they, they they almost feel like features yeah. on their own song. And the thing is, they're great features. But they're still... They don't feel like cool kids' songs. Right. They seem out of place on their own song. And it's very weird and just but jarring. Is, I feel like if I just deleted those songs, I'd be very... Right, like everything I wanted out of this, I would have like maybe a couple more like less like hype tracks and just more about their lives and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. Because the only like the last one was too smooth. Not the last one. Uh, grateful. Grateful. Yeah, because that's when it comes grateful. back again. Where I'm like, oh, grateful. I like yeah. this. And grateful. Too smooth was cool. Yeah, grateful and too smooth were the ones that uh, grateful specifically. That I was like, wow, I wanted more of this. But I don't know. I don't know why. Because like, there's a lot of these great bangers at the beginning, mm-hmm. and they're like, they're awesome. Like they're like great tracks, but yeah. I was like, "Yep, cool, we're these back are, at it." These are songs I like. I would, I, I'm gonna go back to and listen mm-hmm. to because they're really catchy. They're really funny. Plenty of quotables. Um, they're both surf like Lapras. Yeah, surf like Lapras. <laughs> um, oh man, was it was it what's the whole thing for the opening? Oh it's like, fuck! I got like off off chart something. Fuck. Yeah, off map something. Off map. Offshore. Else. Off. Yeah, offshore something. Damn. It's, it's so it's so good. It's, it's so a catchy. great hook. Yeah, and then th- there's some other great ones too, and like I think they're just such a good pair because you have like kind of like the stern and kind of like really funny but kind of deadpan Chuck English, 
And then you have like the wild boy Sir Michael Rocks coming up with like these wild voices, crazy and, like, shenanigans, and really silly flows. And like he's just like generally silly. <laughs> and, and, and then while while Chuck English is more like kind of like more of a like a observational like funny person. Yeah. And I think they just like they work so good on so many songs, but then it's just like I don't know why they decided to take this direction. Like to be honest, because it's from Jeremiah forward. I oh, feel yeah. of just weird genres that they don't sound so, right. So West Side Connection, where they do a G funk song. Yeah, was, that was kind of funny. Oh, like I, I, I thought, I thought it was kind of fun. that one. I thought it was like a joke song. I would have taken that. But then there's like the motion, and then the birthday song, which is like funny too. But it's just like well, yeah, it, it goes into all, like little beat territory. It's just a very weird, obnoxious beat. But then there's like a part where I think there's a part where Sir Michael Rocks has some amazing quotables that like almost saved it for me. No, the thing is that's what happens because they say like, uh, they say certain things that you're just like, wow, that's hilarious. Or, that was so <laughs> funny. It's like I wish there's more of you in this song. Like, I'm just like uh, that's why it was tough for me because there's always something that like took me out of it and like made me not like it but the there was like is, a quotable it, that made me happy in theory though if i cut out like all these songs there would still be like 12 songs mm-hmm. and i would have been like wow this is great that would have that would have happened right right but they're just there and i don't know what the intentions are like i don't know <laughs> what they're was it a joke was it because they're trying to get some radio play with jeremiah on the song like no it's like because they have like a bruno marzi like like yeah like, so. It's just and like discussing odd. it, it's just like funny because it's just like, why the fuck did this happen? <laughs> There's songs I'm swearing I don't hear either of them for like two minutes. For a while, it's, it's like, very much like the other like person's like, sound. Like the Sid song, it was like just Sid, a Sid song mm-hmm. with the cool kids, which is not something I dislike, but it's weird. It's very weird and not what you expect, especially for their big <laughs> comeback album where you want more of the cool kids. Yeah, but then again, there's like I think enough songs of the cool kids where I'm happy. Kinda, you know. So, like, I, I guess I just wanted more emotional variety. But in terms of catchy songs, they like they came back full force, and it's like this, their sound, but more refined. From like, if you look at their older stuff, it just seems like it's it's like poppier, and like there's more energy, and it's it's awesome. Especially like the first song, I think is so good. Right. And yeah, it's just like it, it falls in that point where I want to give it. I like I really want to give it cool, so it right. just falls in the night. Because yeah. like some of these songs are like legit songs I will play for a while, like like the first song yeah. and like uh, I like check out I like check like a lot I like I I'll listen to the, what is it twenty twenty vision, I I like like the Trav the Rage Against the Machine like like song the one with Travis Barker yeah yeah I kind of like that song too get out the ball like all these were fun and like I would listen to them again but then as soon as it hit the Jeremiah track I would just stop it like I just, <laughs> be like right, I'm and out. then I kind of skip to the end like. Yeah, and I don't know what they're. What do you do? You think they're trying to appeal mainstream? Like, what do you think they're trying to do here? Like, I think they weird. just wanted to take a lot of risks. They probably were having a lot of fun in the studio and just went for it and was hoping for the best, and it just didn't really work. Everything out. that feels like cool kids is great. Is great, and it like is it sounds like a natural evolution, and it sounds like the, the tracks sound different too. Right. But then there's just songs that sound they're different genres. That are, that, and all of those and just consecutively, for me. like it's like four. It's like a G funk track. There's like the reggae song. Mm-hmm. There's like the house song. Like And all of those were mostly a miss for me. Like I just was not fucking with them. And it really took me out of the album where there was just a string of songs in a row but, where I was just like, where are you but guys then, going? But with then this? they're really funny on them too. That's like, true. But I don't want to listen to four minutes just to hear like a funny minute or yeah. 
Because, like, what was it? There's one where Sir Michael Rocks picks up, like, the phone. <laughs> yeah. He, like, he picks up the phone, and then he says, oh, that's your name? Change it. You should change it. I think it's TDA. And, it's, like, the dumb house Oh, yeah, song. yeah. He's like, you should just fucking change oh, it. Oh, that's what your name is? You should change it. And he's like, ah, oh, I'm just kidding. And he goes into his verse, and I was like, that's so silly. But this song is so fucking weird. That, and that's, like, I want to say, like, four minutes. It's yeah, like it's, really like, it's, like, three minutes that in that song. But it's also hilarious. Like, it's, it's such a dumb birthday song. It's really obnoxious. And I'm upset because I feel like... I oh, it's like I can hear the, the running from the bathroom. Oh, 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 Sorry about oh, that. Oh, oh. Little spill around. Little spills. Sorry, folks. Um, but yeah, and like... I don't know, I was upset too because I felt like this was... Chuck English sounds great. Like, when he's really going for it, he has 100% leveled up his bars and his lyricism. So I was happy to have that. And going into the early parts of the album, I was like, damn, the cool kids are sounding great. They're firing on all cylinders. And then they just hop into some uncharted territory for them. And it just did not work for me. And I was really sad to have that happen. But, um, yeah, so, yeah, like I, like you said, I wanted it to be a cool so bad. Maybe even a Mondo. But it's definitely just going to be an I for me. Yeah, it's like a high I because like there's songs like legit like I would tell people to listen to it. Just yeah. skip the songs that you that I don't know. I again, I'm still asking you. What do you? Is them having fun in the studio? You think that's it? Yeah. I but Jeremiah it's... specifically is a play, right? Because he's like a like a mainstream dude. Yeah, like he's got, and I don't. I feel like when do they hang out? You know, like when does Jeremiah and I hang? I could possibly see them hanging out with Boldy James, who also I was like, wow, Boldy James. I oh, I, I liked him on that song. name. In I like that song. I thought they. I thought it was a fine song. Yeah, no, I, that was that was still part of. I thought a it was a good. good co- I thought that was a good collab. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've known Boldy James Boldy James forever. Very Boldy Jones. But yeah, Larry cool kids. I, I guess I don't know. Not to say they stick in your lane, but don't fucking jump into like a. Com- <laughs> don't veer into off into the oncom- op- like yeah. oncoming traffic into like. <laughs> And just, I don't know, dude. Like, also, if you're going to switch genres, own them. And don't just feel like you're, like, a sideline to it. Right. Because that's what it felt like. You didn't even own the songs. And I think that's partly why it was a miss a lot of times. Because I feel like if you owned it, I could at least maybe give you, like, oh, this is cool. Right. I mean, it's kind of weird, but, like, it's kind of fun just to see him, like, try out something different. For sure. And I think the point of it maybe was that just it kind of was kind of refreshing to hear something different after, like, a couple of tracks. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, oh, this is refreshing. And that was like a solid like 20 seconds until like I was like, all right, where are we going here? Like, so yeah, uh, I, okay. Yeah. Like, this is uh, high. I, yeah. Like, and, but there's, there are definitely like songs here I consider like Mondo cool songs. Right. Like, where I'm like, wow, this is a fucking sick song and I will play this again. So, yeah, that it falls in that territory for me, okay. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think they're, you know, they have a formula that can be great. They didn't stick to it, and they should have. But overall, yeah, it's going to be a pretty mid to high for me. I hope they can work out the kinks, spend more time with each other, really figure out what works and what doesn't. And, and more emotional stuff. Cause, yeah. Because yeah, uh, Grateful was great. It is. And and I think Sir Michael Rocks does, like, the first song off is, like, solo stuff. Yep. Was, like, pretty emotional and good. And then oh, it was, like, yeah. Sad, man. man, thinking of Sir Michael Rocks' solo stuff makes me a little sad, too, for I what this could have been. Yeah, I felt like his solo stuff was more, like, cohesive. Yeah. And thematically and stuff and fun, and but also having, like, depth to it. Yeah. Like, uh, the whole sound was, like, had, like, had, like was it uh, Banco? Banco, yeah. Had this, like, very trippy kind of, like, hippie... 
um, internet-y sound to it. It was very like cloud rap, which was still was, popping it, in the time. Yeah, yeah, it was like cloud rap, but also kind of like. Um, there was some hardcore shit like Kill Switch has that pretty South Florida sound yeah, to it, especially yeah. with like Puya and Rob Banks being on it. Yeah, but it always sounded like kind of like internet and kind of like like mm-hmm. ethereal, like. It was Tumblr aesthetic for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, but it, it was it sounded like a full thing to me. Yeah. And this almost was there, but then it just like veered. <laughs> it veers it off. Like, yeah, I could do like a fucking like did one eighty to some other place, like, <laughs> and yeah. I don't know. I don't know the what type of place where you're looking around and you're like, where the fuck? I don't know. I, I try. Are we? I try to explain it. I know I've come back to this a lot because it's just so weird. Right. And I was just like, I was looking at the name. And I was like, special edition Grandmaster Deluxe. Mm. Right. And I was like thinking, huh? Which is trying to mean like like a lot of special edition Grandmaster, like stuff like that. They're just like these like bonus tracks are like ridiculous. And then they're just like the joke is that they just like this is so special edition that we're just gonna fucking go off and do weird shit. Kinda. Right. I, I actually know what he's going for with this one. I mean, one, he's talked about it, and two, I get it because I'm in it, but Sir Michael Rocks is a big Street Fighter fan, right? Okay. And as people who know about Street Fighter know, is there's Street Fighter, Super Street Fighter, Street Fighter Alpha, Street Fighter Alpha X, uh-huh. EX, yeah, yeah, yeah. O, yeah, yeah and then punch. Ultra, blah, blah, and it's like been yeah. made a joke. So part of it was like that, where just like add-ons and DLCs, and they just thought it was like funny and like wanted to do that. Yeah. So that definitely adds to it, but that might also explain why they wanted to just like throw in all these different types of songs and just have like these crazy additions to just one album. So it's just so it's just like Street Fighter, you think? Like just like they add just more and more stuff. I think like- that's where they like definitely came up with like the title, but I think you do make a valid point where then they like took that theme and applied it to like the music where like let's just make like <laughs> crazy side projects yeah. within our own album. Yeah. Just make all these crazy bonus tracks and put it in the thing. It, it definitely reminded me of the little B album. Right. Like, <laughs> we're just like, where are we going next? And, and it's hilarious, but I don't know. Yeah, it's just weird. I don't know. Where, yeah, it just has a whole. It's just the fact that I feel like if they made a separate EP of this stuff, mm-hmm. I'd be like, this is hilarious. Right. And I'm like, this is such a funny idea. And like, you guys should listen to it. Just like, the novelty is great. <laughs> but the fact that it's in the album, I just like, like frustrating. their big yeah. comeback album. Yeah. Like, this is what it is. It's yeah. like a little frustrating. 100%. Okay. But yeah, alright, it's across the board. And now moving on to our man's open mic eagle dropping his latest project called Brick Body Kid Still J Dream, based on a pretty crazy aspect of um, pretty recent, I thought this happened a while ago, but pretty recent Chicago history. Um, Chicago had a very famous project housing called. Well, how recent? Uh, it officially was knocked down in 2007. Okay, I thought it was like 2005. 2000. I thought you meant like like two years ago or something. I thought, okay. well, yeah, that's it's not. Okay. A, but I had thought it happened in like the 80s or something. Oh, like, no, I thought yeah. he was like a kid when it no, happened. No, no, no. Yeah, but this album makes it seem like that. Yeah, yeah. like I, he's, yeah. there's like a lot of like very old nostalgia that I thought this happened like a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, I can see. But that. I was like, oh, it just happened. Like, I mean, not recent, but like fair enough. But okay. um. Yeah, basically in Chicago, there's a very infamous, large, huge um, project housing complex called the Robert Taylor Homes. And in 2007, Chicago just fucking tore it all down, booted everyone that lived there. Um, About 27,000 people, they just pretty much kicked out onto the street and dismantled. 
uh, didn't really replace it with anything and just yeah. was like, bye. I think uh, I think at that point we start talking about the album because the album right. kind of gives like a story. Yes. Uh, it's like it's loose, but it, it, like it's like every, like every other track right. will like pop in, but or there'll be like consecutively a couple tracks, but then there'll be like one. Actually, if I'm just looking at this, it's pretty much on theme until like TLDR, right? And where it's like it goes into like normal Mike Eagle, <laughs> but yeah, it starts off with like a it's theming kind of like this, uh, like a like a ghetto superhero, mm-hmm. but literally just kind of like the juggernaut. Yeah, yeah, because he's describing Magneto and like Exa- Professor Xavier and like X Men in general. So I think like the the whole thing he's trying to put is like you know because X Men has always been like a thing about like diversity and right. like racism like an allegory for it. So I guess he just like took that, and then also a character like the Juggernaut who's like a um, like a person like an he's a stoppable force. force to be reckoned with, but also a person who has like he wears like this like uh, helmet on his head to prevent like forces from messing with him right. and like to keep himself like safe, mm-hmm. right? So I think he's just like made like a very artsy like <laughs> introspection on that concept right and he made like a really sweet like opening song that was just like kind of like very empowering that becomes i mean like later on the album just really sad yeah but i have to forget it's like this very hopeful like really like sweet and he can song. still make you laugh yeah even in between which yeah. is really powerful stuff and then uh he follows up the uh, opening with a song called how could anybody uh feel at home which i think was a nice way to continue on everything that he was saying in the first one where he's kind of saying that like he's attached to this place but he's also you know he's become a rapper he's he beautifully puts it um i've made some goofy shit that sounded like a poem and now he's been traveling the world off that and he's been doing all these things and been outside of the hood and pretty much um yeah and but he's still very much attached to this area that he grew up in and that's been hugely fucked with i mean Mm -hmm. chicago is Ter- doing terrible with his inner cities so um but yeah he does that links up with samus shout outs to samus mm-hmm. who loves my tumblr by the way um but yeah just amazing songs on this beautiful lyrics manages to uh make us laugh during these what gets really serious later on um with my auntie's building uh daydreaming in the that's projects that's is like, really serious i would say specifically brick body complex is the yeah. most serious song and it's just like the concept of like I don't know the brick body is like my body's a building mm-hmm. and like you can't tear this down and like it's just like this very like 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 stand like in your ground type song like mm-hmm. I'm gonna protect what I love and what like defines me right and like literally it's also implying like like <laughs> it gets destroyed right so it's just like this really like sad tragedy right that like it tells and it's just like this like this the song itself is sad in like as a single but in the context of the album it's just like really really tragic right. and it's like pointing i'm like damn this is so like damn this is so sad right and like if you just read it while you're listening to it it's like this is like the most <laughs> this like, is this, fucked up yeah this is so fucked up and he like he definitely like taps into like the emotional core of like those ideas that surround uh something just so profoundly sad and difficult but it's not like just facts it's like he's Consistently inhabiting the people themselves, I think I like it's easier than like the emotional vein of it right. is like very much just like shot into you. So it just like you kind of like feel it. Yeah. And yeah, it's just like this. Yeah, it's just weird. Yeah, while making you laugh, while also making you like kind of cry. Like this is so sad. And well, then 
And then he cuts. I love how like okay, so there is a, uh, I do have like a certain little minor nitpicks in this mm-hmm. album that I thought were just odd. And one I liked was that like Brick Body Complex is followed by TLDR, which is like the most Michael Eagles over yeah. Michael Eagles song oh in existence. God. And it's like the most quotables. Uh, like oh so, yeah, those those like, were like all the that ones was I know that was that. literally just his quotables, just like fucking, just like, it was like a, a like an MF Doom song, yeah, of like quotables, just like fucking the whole thing. Because like I remember what there's I, this one, I was like I've been woke so long, maybe I need a nap. I think was yeah. one of them. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Huge. That's a great one. And, and then, but that's what I'm afraid of. And then like the, that's like whoa, that's scary too. Like yeah. that's like it's funny while also being like damn, that's scary. Like, yeah. My f- one of my favorite quotables from that song is "Show me everything except whoever makes the best vapes." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's so like, I was like, "Holy that's, hell!" That's so good. The, the, that whole legendary. The, no, that whole um, that whole song is just like it could have been on like dark comedy. Yeah. Like, but it's like I think a nice real like change of pace because also uh, I think there's a line there. <laughs> I think it's all good in the hood. I think <laughs> it's all good in the hood. That's I think. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like one of the first slides. And I think that's a really interesting contrast to like, I mean, like you just said, being away from it, and right. it like kind of contrast it. And I was like, wow, this is so interesting. Like I thought, wow, even though this is kind of off, I feel like it's kind of like parallels it. And I can, it, even though it's like not in the same world, it, it, that's the point. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, and he kind of even acknowledges it in the lyric. And then it goes to like two more song, uh, one more song, Breezeway Witchwell, which is like also acknowledging like the story and stuff. And then it goes into Wedding Ghosts. And my, I have a problem with Wedding Ghosts. Yeah. And it's not because the concept of the song is hilarious. Right. The, the, so, Austin, I'm going to tell you what the concept of this Please song do. is. The concept of this song is just Michael, <laughs> it's just open mic telling people, please don't invite me to weddings. Yep. That's it. That's, no way. That's yep. the whole song. Oh, man. That's the. You gotta make one of those. And that's it's an amazing. I hate it's an amazing concept because he's just like he's just literally just shredding anybody trying to invite him. He's like, hey, you didn't come to my wedding. Why should I go to yours? And yep. like, there's Damn. like, it's just like a bunch of these real ass kind of like like. What does Larry, he say about the funeral? It's like I didn't amazing. go to your funeral. Or you uh, didn't you invite me to your funeral. Yeah. Like, uh, why should I go to a wedding? Blah, blah, blah. You didn't yeah. invite me to your funeral or something like Whoa. that. And so I'm like, Massive. wow, this is like a great concept for a song. But where the fuck did this come from? <laughs> why in this album right, uh, right yeah, now? Yeah, it's like right. towards yeah, the yeah, end. No, no, the, the idea, but just I like, hear that. It, but in context of the rest of it, yeah, what we were talking so about, definitely. and then it's like towards the end of the album, there's this song. Right? Just it's so him, <laughs> but it's just it, it's just like, dude, wait, I get it. Like weddings suck, and also Agreed, you can. Yeah. He's also I'm busy doing stuff. Well, I can't take time going from to a festival to go to your wedding. Right. I barely fucking know you. Like, yeah. why? Like, we're friends, but like, I'm not like. If you want to like chill, I'll chill. But yeah. I'm not gonna like change. Like, I want to go play music. I want to create stuff. I don't want to go to fucking wedding. He's also like 35, so I'm pretty sure there's a, a shit a ton. ton of them that happen yeah, around yeah. him. But dude, and maybe he just really needed to get it out. Yeah, <laughs> I understand. But it just like came off as so weird. Yeah. Cause like at least till DR, it felt like relevant. Like that this is what's going mm. on in my life. And maybe he's trying to say, oh, this is what, this is all the fucked up shit going on. Look what I'm caring about. It's a wedding thing. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think he is. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's it's not well he's, enough. We've, it's like not expressly stated. But that's like what's happening here. No, I just feel it's like he's too off the cuff. I think he really just didn't want people to buy wedding weddings anymore. 
<laughs> the and man has had enough. Yeah, and it's hilarious. It's a really well crafted again song. It's just sequencing wise, very weird. Like mm-hmm. I feel like that could only that could be like a single. Yeah. Like like just like a little one off song, but like, hey guys, just so you know, and you should, <laughs> don't invite me to the wedding. Cause I don't know, did you feel the same way? Yeah, I mean, I almost <laughs> didn't, like, even remember that song. Just because I was like, oh, yeah, that song pops up randomly, and it's just, like, out of place. But, like, yeah, it was just kind of like, eh, all right. That yeah. was, like, the one song that I kind of just, like, put to the side, even. Where I was but just, just saying, like, I'm just saying in concept, because I think is when I thought about it. Yeah. I was like, this is really funny. <laughs> Why is this here? Yeah, I'm, literally, <laughs> I'm just, like, <laughs> processing it all now. I'm just like, oh, yeah, like. Now I'm just like, why? Because before I was kind of like, all right, that's, that's a song that exists. <laughs> but now I'm just kind of like, yeah, now it's like weird in the context of this album. So I don't know. That one was definitely like an interesting move. But overall, the things I did like. Oh, just a, a oh, yeah. final third. It's not, it's not, I think it's just confusion. Mm-hmm. And I understand for narrative purposes for the song, man, like Mountie's building, it ends with the building being mm-hmm. torn down. But Nightfire Radios chronologically takes place okay. after, yep. right? Again, okay. interesting choice of point yeah. placement. But I think it's because you want to end on the, the fucking building right. being destroyed because that makes the most sense. And this Nightfire Radio is a great song again. Haslow's great on it. Good beat. Um, yeah, and it's just like discussing the concept of like being displaced mm-hmm. and suddenly trying to like find and connect with like people you've like just suddenly been like uh, estranged from like yeah. and just like the difficulty of like reconnecting right right which i i think is like kind of like another aspect to this album right. on top like as we we talked before from open mic and uh yeah thematically falls in line i just think just chronologically it's just like oh so he's just out of he's out now huh mm-hmm. and then at the end of the album they break like they destroy the building right. so maybe there might be more to it but i i feel like I don't know. Maybe he's just like, ah, oh, this gets the point across. Like, right. Eh. So yeah, I just thought it's not like ru- it doesn't like ruin the album or anything. <laughs> but I just thought it was like, oh, this is weird. Yeah. And it's not like I'm gonna be like, this is this is all points off for that. No, right. that's, that's stupid. But it was just like a thing where I just like as a person trying to like think about it, it just was a little weird. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So for the things that I really liked about it, um, starting things off, I really like the production. I think the production's amazing. We get some of his. We don't really get like hard mic. Um, well, we get for it no, for we, no selling. But yeah, it's the it's, most, but the goofiest. Because like that's the hardest beat. I was <laughs> like, whoa! I was like, holy shit! But um, the beats are sick. Um, we actually got to see Open Mike Eagle at a secret show, and he performed with a band. And it's very apparent that he recorded this with that band. Mm-hmm. And I think he sounds great with, like, like full-on instrumentals and not just uh, him on the SP. I, I don't – maybe. Because, like, you get you definitely hear the guitarist guy in the mm-hmm. horn section. And I was like, oh, but this sounds really good. there's multiple producers, though. Oh, yeah, there's the producers time. on there. There's, yeah. like – but there's, like there, – that's what I thought was really impressive. Because the amount of producers on this album mm-hmm. and the sound, they sound so coherent and, right. like, normal. Like, like, it seems like – if you told me it was just all that band, I would have believed you. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't question that. I yeah, you wouldn't like, be like, yeah, oh yeah, cool, fun. yeah. But the fact that it's like nine producers yeah. on this, <laughs> it's is crazy. Like, I was like, oh, this is crazy that there's this much and the variety of like people involved, but mm-hmm. yet it's still cohesive. But yeah, that's one of the things. Like I thought the beats were great, and it was also the most like cohesive sounding. Mm-hmm. The theme goes a little everywhere, but the cohesive sounding um, project that he's put out, and I really love that. Um, once again, plenty of quotables. There's no surprise there. Um, but I also, in terms of like what he talks about, I think one of my favorite things that he does is he at, he tries really hard to stress the fact that 
um, black people in these communities are not one-dimensional. And I think that's something he does really well. Where a lot of times, you know, a project, out, like a housing project, is going to get labeled as dangerous and drug dealers hang out here. Mm-hmm. And he does that line where he's like, there were drug dealers and church folk. And I think that's something like a lot of people ignore. Like you look at an area like Compton and you're like, damn, that place is scary. I'm never going to South Central. It's fucking crazy. And then you ignore the fact that there's like normal people who live there also. Like there are people who never gangbang. They're just chilling, living their life, doing average things. Yeah, but there's people who just work nine to fives and they go home. And like that's just where they live. And they're just hanging out. And I think people a lot of times ignore that. And that's how you get a situation like the Robert Taylor homes being destroyed because you're just like, oh, this is a terrible area. There's just crime and drugs, and you just displace all these people doing who are tax-paying citizens doing living their normal life, and you just. But also, like I think another thing, just in theory, of Mm -hmm. displacing like that's like gonna fix even if that was the issue they're trying to fix. It doesn't make any sense. No. Like just like oh yeah, there's a lot of like rob you know fucking gangsters and stuff here. Let's destroy all these projects. And just push them out in other places. And I was like, dude, that's just fucking crazy. <laughs> You're gonna make these people just explode. Yeah, they're just like, gonna get <laughs> They're gonna go to a different like, hood, go crazy. Or they just like go, they try to, they put in an environment there's no, no, nobody. Right. And they're just gonna fucking just like not relate to anything around them and become like serial killers or right. something. Like they just, they want. Or just the gang break, gang war breaks out because you put a bunch of people oh, from yeah, one yeah. hood and oh, force yeah. them the, to or another they, hood. Or they just get, yeah, either one, they'll get killed, or two, they'll yep. be completely isolated and depressed. Exactly. Like, and, and the fact that they destroyed it and literally just left it like a fucking pit. Right. Like they, <laughs> it's just not even Damn. like they didn't build like a like a Chili's or yeah, something. Like it's not there. even like gentrification. Like it's not like they put up Whole Foods. They were just like, like we want you fucking out. They were that just like, it. bye. We'll it's figure true. out what to do with this later. But yeah, for now, like just, bye. Yeah, we didn't put condos. We didn't put like <laughs> we had mall like. <laughs> it, it's, it's like the worst thing. Like all these are sound fucked up already. Yeah. But the fact that it's nothing is like almost worse. Yeah. Like, it's just such it's a so fuck you. But so yeah, I think in terms of that, he paints this vivid and beautiful picture, really presenting all sides, adding a lot of depth to the situation, shedding a lot of light on it, and I respect that a ton. I respect uh, the instrument. The instrumentals sounds great. He sounds great. And I just think it was really cool. Like you said, there's some things to nitpicky on, like right, like wedding ritual or what is it? Wedding, wedding uh, ghost or something. Yeah, like that. wedding yeah. ghost is <laughs> out of nowhere. Wow. Um, 95 radios could have been placed a little better. There's little nitpicky things like that. Um, but where, where like, I thought about it, like where could it be placed? Like after? yeah, that's the thing. Like, like that's that's why I kept mentioning because Auntie's building has like that ending, like right. where, like you hear like <laughs> like being destroyed, right. but like. Yeah, I just like chronologically. I think like sometimes things get a little, little murky, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I I can get over it. Right. But it's just like a thing that I was just like I had to like figure it out. Right. You know, it wasn't like a because I feel like a lot of this album is like the the emotional undercurrent is so like hits you in the face. Right. So when I have to like figure something out, I might not realize something like the depth of it immediately. Right. And maybe he wants that. I don't know. It's like. But I just felt like perhaps if you wanted that emotional impact to be a little more clear, then these nitpicks kind of like halted it a little bit at points. And yeah. one more, one more quick point. I also love that the, the 
I, I think we could talk about every song real quick. There's but like, so much. But, 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 no, but no selling, uh, which we mentioned earlier. I wanted just to mention, just like the concept of the song is so funny. It's so, so funny. So, so, so uh, you know like, uh, like selling is in like wrestling, uh, Austin? Well, you, I'll use it as an avatar for the audience. Think <laughs> <laughs> like, about like wrestling. Where yeah, like it's pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you sell, you sell, sell move. Move. Sell or selling pain or selling like it's like acting, right? right? Yeah, right. You do so it in sports too. You gotta yeah. Sell it. yeah, you gotta sell it. Yeah. You have to sell like the emotion of it, right? Mm-hmm. And the, or like, uh, so this he just kind of applies it to kind of like just men and like how they like they deal with pain. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. It. And it's like, no, I'm not selling shit. Wow. Like, I'm fine. I'm not being hurt right now. <laughs> and he and just describes all these ways he's actually being hurt, but he's like, no, I'm fine. But I'm, not, I'm all good. I'm, I'm no, not no, selling. No selling. No selling. It's just like, but it's such a funny wow. idea to make like the hardest song. Probably open mic I've ever heard open mic on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no selling. I'm no, no selling. selling. Yeah. Sounds great. But yeah, that, that, that. that's like such a classic. Over just conceptually, I think he can. Uh, the best thing he's, he's ideas for songs yeah. and making things come across is just like he's so good at it. Right. And perhaps the idea of a concept album he hasn't perfected per se, but mm-hmm. he's close. And still, his like the way he can craft a track is just like, and it's close, but it's just like not perfect. Right. And in general, I still give it like a mono cool. I think you should definitely check it out. Yeah, yeah. definitely highly yeah. recommend. Um, I'm gonna give it a go. Mono cool. He's giving it your first. Uh, no, I, I give it mono cool. Okay. Oh, the brocade. I give it actually. I give it low mono cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and give it the high cool. I think, like you said, it's he's give, he's been given uh, he set himself with a strict theme, and I think that focused him a lot. He didn't fully commit to a concept album, but he had a theme that he wanted to go with. It focused him, and we got his most cohesive set album that I think he's ever put out mm-hmm. and I think oh, yeah. it's really solid I guess I can't stress how much you should listen to Open Mike Eagle and I highly recommend you check out this album it's amazing it brings up a great part of Chicago history that's really crazy and more people should know about and I just think it's a really solid album and go ahead and give it a high cool yeah I, I think I was thinking similar to high cool but then there's like some I think just like the, the emotions of it mm-hmm. really do get to me because I listened to that first song and like initially I liked it but I go back and I listen to it and it's like it's a weird it's like nostalgic yeah and I don't know it's just like a weird emotion I don't think I usually get from albums and I like appreciate like uh, I don't know, just like the fact that I, I'm getting these emotions for something like I didn't expect to, yeah. or like I didn't, I don't usually get from music, and I think the fact that it evoked it to me, like because I listened to it like quite a bit until now, yeah. I was like, I thought it was really impressive, and I'm like, as a fan too, like I'm like, wow, this is also the fact that he did something different, right? Because like he could have just done a whole album of TLDRs, right. like, and I would have been like happy probably, but like the fact that he did, I I can't help, like as a fan, appreciate it. So I guess. That might push me a little more in favor of giving him something that's higher. So yeah, I want to cool. I think I'm people should check it out. 100%. And if you like, I don't know, perhaps if for some reason these songs they're like you're like, well, he's a little too serious. Go listen to dark comedy, and you might have like the sillier, <laughs> like get the, plenty the serious, of silly, open silly serious open mic as opposed to just. I think a lot of these are more kind of like there's whimsy and funny things as opposed to like out for like out there silly. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's it. Shout out to Open Mike. Yeah. I know you're gonna listen. I know you're so he excited might. about this. I don't know. Yeah, it'd be super funny if you did. Just like, dude, do you have you. things to do? <laughs> Are you busy? <laughs> yeah, you're really. You have a lot of things going. You have like, like a TV show. Oh, you got uh, so much going on. Yeah, there. you have like your, your stand up. You have an album performing with people. You have a 
child. Yeah, you have a child. <laughs> yeah, it's like that's, that's, that's pretty time why, consuming. Why, you have a podcast. <laughs> like, why are you listening to us? <laughs> you have a podcast. Yeah, you, you do this. Yeah, you have famous friends. <laughs> but yeah, we did it. Another episode in the books. Um, shout outs to everyone we covered. Um, hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's been a fun one. Hell yeah, ladies and gentlemen. This has been Mondo Cool episode 10. Mondo, Mondo, Mondo. Make sure you're fucking checking out the SoundCloud, the YouTube. Now we're on iTunes. Hey. So you can officially subscribe to us. Hell yeah. Uh, I have wherever, right wherever you listen to podcasts. I don't know if you're a Stitcher person. You do it off of iTunes. What the you fuck do, is Stitcher? Hill? It's like... It's a big broadcast podcast network. It's what Kevin Smith does his shit off. Oh, of. yeah. They do a bunch of shit. Uh, whatever you want. I don't know. Podcast Attic. The Android Hello? app. The podcast app on the iPhone does suck. Yeah. Like, by the way. So like you got to get a third-party one. There's yeah. much better ones. Word. But, yeah, go ahead and fucking subscribe. Make sure you're coming here on Twitch so you can act, so you can be in chat. <laughs> Shout-outs to you, people who come into the vodcast. Yeah. And, Think you're in chat, but you're I, not. How do I find it? Come here live Tuesdays, 9 p.m. I'm looking. Absolutely. Mondo, Mondo cool, like yeah. that. Mondo cool. You can download it wherever you like. Oh, whoa, wow, we have great SEO. Yeah, we're right there. Yeah, that's, that's what shit. we're saying. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I told you. Download we killed it. Wherever it. you like. Download it wherever, wherever you, you like. like. And with that, folks, have a great night. Give it's it. A give one. it a five. <laughs> Give it a five please. stars. Go, yeah. five go, stars, go, please. go! Everyone, subscribe right now. Everyone in chat, do me a favor. Subscribe. Subscribe. I love you. Have a great night.